0: All right, everyone. Welcome to Tampa Bay Cop Talk, and we have a little post-game action for you. Liverpool just took out Michelin by the final score of 2-0 at Anfield in the second game of the Champions League. Six points in for the Reds in Group D. I'm Darius Stigpen, and we've got Andrew Salcedo on the line with us tonight. Well, Andrew, it was a pretty boring game, to be completely honest. There's a number of things we can talk about. There's going to be the injury to Fabinho that we're going to talk about. There's going to be the front four that we had to talk about. There's going to be the back four to talk about the midfield, like tons of things to go to. But Andrew, what was your biggest takeaway from uh, the performance the lads put together tonight?
1: Um, Not much to be quite honest. I mean, it was very much <laughs> a League cup Taco Bell uh, cup performance where, you know, we're playing Brentford city or some nonsense, um, you know, MK Dons and, you know, we have a makeshift team and, you know, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, from my anxiety, we got the three points. Honestly, that's all that matters. Obviously, as well as, you know, you know, the score line is a little bit misleading. You know, 2-0 seems like very comfortable. But in reality, some of it was, you know, I was, you know, a little nervous towards the end. Um, but no, man, at the end of the day, we got the three points. And then to say one step closer to qualification and one step closer, hopefully in the latter stages of the group stage where we can maybe rest a lot more players. Um, but then on the flip side of that, you know, Taki had a bad game, I thought, um, which is, but here's the thing, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that because, you know, people like in life, and, and I think some lessons in life apply to football, you can, learn, you can learn from the bad, you know, you can learn more from the bad than, than the good sometimes. So I'm okay with it. It was boring as hell. That's fine. I had a nice conversation with a friend during the game um it, it is what it is but again three points that's all that matters results based business baby that's it
0: goals for diogo jota in the 55th minute and Mohammed salah a penalty in the third minute of stoppage time in the second half so let's let's start from uh the, the defense we'll go from back to front uh so starting with the performance from allison it's it's really good to see him back out there but oh yeah beautiful allison, my, my there beautiful were, boyfriend there were few there were few mistakes there was certainly I'm thinking of one uh later in the second half where he goes to uh send a long ball downfield Liverpool are up one nil at this point and it's deflected probably what 30 40 yards away from goal and Michelin right away goes into a counter attack you don't normally see that kind of stuff from Allison he was also lobbed uh one time that just barely missed it would have been the equalizer but went um outside of the post Allison I, I, I felt like he didn't have much to do, but he was okay. Not great today, though.
1: No, definitely not great, but that's okay. Everyone wasn't great. I mean, I think maybe the refs were great. I think those <laughs> were the only people on the pitch today that were great. Tons the yellow um, cards for Michelin. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it is what it is, man. It's okay. He's still getting the swing of things after the injury, you know. Um, and again, probably, again, I'm not an elite sportsman, but I would imagine playing, quote-unquote, lesser opposition. It's Sometimes you you lose a bit of concentration, and that's okay. It is, it is, And that's to be expected of Allison. Sometimes we get a, a hairy thing from him from time to time. But, you know, fortunately, it was this game not and not, uh, quote unquote, bigger opposition where they could have capitalized on that mistake. You know, I'm looking at you, City, down the road. <laughs> um, so I'm okay with City or I'm okay with Allison. But I, I got to give a shout out to, to Reese Williams. I mean, the, the, the child came on and Baby Yoda came on. And he was fine um he didn't do things spectacular he didn't do anything wrong so so there's not much more to ask
0: yeah let's go straight into the defense then uh with Reese cup williams out there he comes on in the first half for fabinho and we'll talk about that um the the long-term look for the defense in just a second but just with their performance tonight reese williams comes in in replace of fabinho so then you have williams joe gomez you've got uh, then your fullbacks with Trent and Rabo, so a backline
1: you haven't seen before,
0: and it was yeah. okay. It was no, okay. It was
1: fine. I mean, I gotta give a credit to a, a lot of credit to Gomez. I thought I, I saw. I swear, I thought or I thought I saw him yelling at, at at players and and organizing the defense a bit more. Maybe showing some extroversion in his personality. Mm-hmm. So that made me quite excited. So good for him yes, he made one or two bad passes. And then towards the end, he he got flat-footed and, you know, they almost scored from that chance. So a lot of people, I think, are, would be quick to comment that he was shit. But no, I think ultimately he commanded the back four and, you know, did good enough. Again, you know, this needs to be put into context in terms of the opposition. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think all, all well and good. And Trent played, uh, I thought, or did very well today um, with his movement and his, his passing and so on. Comes up with an uh, assist. Comes up with the assist there. Um, more importantly, he's on sides by a mile. So that's, that's important for my sanity. Um, but at the end of the day, no mistakes from him. So we're good there.
0: Well, Andrew, one of the things that you get out of that performance, you get to see a little bit more from Andrew Robertson, seeing how he is kind of tilted back toward being the better of the two fullbacks, but Trent does come up with the assist, uh, defensively, they were both they weren't challenged as much. Uh, they were, they were staying back a little bit more. The back line I I thought was, uh, at times, um, a little disorganized early, but they got it together a a bit more, um, later on in the game and you didn't really see too many of those chances were over the top ball and they're just all out of sorts. Uh, but, but as far as the, the space that they didn't really have to vacate at times today, uh, Robertson and, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, do you feel a little bit better about them defensively kind of based off of what you've seen not just today but also from Sheffield so that you don't feel like that side is so exposed. Right, They're right, going to have right. no, just their best player
1: on the left and Liverpool are screwed. No, yeah, no, I get it. I think I think we'll hopefully we'll see a lot more of them because I think we're going to have to, especially now that Fabinho's been injured. Um, obviously, you know, to take a word from Klopp, we have to find solutions, guys. And so maybe this is one way that, that, that is that solution. Um, Again, these are the best uh, fullbacks in the world, in my opinion, so they can learn anything. They'll be fine. Um, We'll figure it out. Um, I'm more worried about Fabinho. Um, Let's knock on wood that, you know, it's not something serious. Um, That really stressed me out during the game. (laughs) It's going to continue to stress me out. Um, I'm hoping that Liverpool Football Club can get a break, from the football gods and, you know, you know, give us some injury free players. But, you know, like I said, reese Williams, like the way he played today, it's like, okay, he can play against Fulham. He can play against, yeah you know, some percentage of the Premier League and the way he played today. Again, I know it's uh, the opposition today was less, of course. I, I'm not saying Reese Williams should start against City, but I think he can do a job if, if need be. And then we also have Nat Phillips at, um, so again, Klopp and and clap, we trust. They'll find solutions. I'm, I, I'm trying to talk myself out of anxiety, Darius. I don't know if you really, if you've taken notice, but um, I think we'll be fine. Hopefully, uh, oh God, hopefully.
0: Yeah. So let's go ahead and take a look at now the uh, situation at center back for Liverpool. Virgil van Dijk, of course, out for the season with uh, the ACL injury. Joel Matip. He is considered day-to-day at the moment, and he very well may start at the weekend. But of course, with uh, Matip, it's been some of those day-to-days where it then turns into a couple of months. Now, Fabinho has been injured. He was hurt in the 30th minute of this game. So, Joel Gomez is the only senior center back at the moment unless Matip comes back. So uh, you just kind of have to push forward at this point. If you're Liverpool, you're looking at Reese Williams who came on tonight. Um, Nat Phillips is also um, going to be in contention. Uh, Seth Vanderbird and Billy Comedio are are the two guys who are kind of outside looking in as far as the senior, um, the center backs go for the, uh, for the young guys, but uh, just based off of everything you've seen, if you had to pick from one of the young boys, who
1: who are you going for? Well well, damn. Um uh, can we just play <laughs> Gomez back there? And then, I mean Gomez, but he needs to just Gomez wouldn't. by himself and then we'll put like six attackers up front and you know, hope <laughs> for the best. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, I, I think honestly against West Ham, maybe Williams will, will be fine because you know sometimes you have this this window of opportunity or golden whatever with in a footballer's life where they get this opportunity, they take it by the bull, you know, the, the horns and they go with it. I mean, let's think about it this way. Reese Williams played in non-league football last season. He had a champions league debut last week. He played almost 90 minutes this week today in the champions league, you know, a year from now, we can be talking about Reese Williams the same way we talk about Robinson where, you know, Oh, he was, he, you know, had his friends over eating curry uh, and then the next year for the Champions League final, and then the next year he's playing in it, you know, and where years ago he didn't have a job, you know, th- those kinds of things, those kinds of stories. So this could be that story, that moment for Reese Williams. And, you know, maybe, you know, good luck on him that, you know, hopefully he can take it. But again, I, I'm trying not to worry. It's hard not to, but I'm trying not to worry. I think the, the boys in the, the backroom staff will be able to figure something out. Yeah. I was going to say, you're um, the last you, guy you to go have with-
0: on to not be worried.
1: Yeah, I know, <laughs> but you probably go with a Nat Phillips in the Premier League, probably because he's a bit older and he had okay. a bit more time and he did play. Uh He did, uh, wasn't he on loan in um, Stuttgart last year? So Can't I'm assuming he, he got some, yeah. yeah, somewhere. So I'm I'm assuming he's a bit more along in his development than Reese Williams. But again, it's not about how old you are. It's about if you have the talent, you should play, right? So it is what it is. Uh, we'll figure something out. And hopefully Fabinho and Joel will be back for City. Um, that's that's all I'm thinking about. I'm so yeah, about. just
0: one final note on it. The, the concerning thing for Fabinho, it was a non-contact injury. He overextended himself going for a long ball that um, trickled over to Allison. Uh, and it looked like it was um, either a lower leg or potentially hamstring. Hamstring is one that I'm seeing on Twitter right now. And right. Uh, Liverpool's official Twitter account has tweeted out that they are waiting for further evaluation on Fabinho so never a great sign when you hear that but at the same time hopefully it's just precaution more than anything else he did walk off under his own power didn't stay down too long okay so let's go into the midfield then uh taking a look at the midfield you had today to start it was the uh the old man brexiteer midfield if you want to go there jordan henderson and james milner getting the start uh, second half, we see Jeannie Wijnaldum come in, but it was a straightaway 4-2-3-1 for Liverpool. Uh, very attacking today, but not a ton of energy in the first half. Second half, when your boy Jeannie comes on, they really came to life, him and Milner.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I don't know if that's just Henderson still, you know, getting his feet wet in terms of fitness and all that kind of good Remember, stuff he did or... play
0: at the weekend and would expect him to play this upcoming No, no, well. I
1: understand all that. But, you know, again, he didn't have a proper preseason, so it... – it takes to get to not just fitness, but uh, what's the word? Sharpness, maybe. Is yeah, right match sharpness, sure. So, so it is what it is, man. I'm not worried about it. Um, it wasn't great in the first half. But again, Klopp and, and the backroom staff were able to see that as a problem. It would put in Genie. It's great that we have squab death and that Genie's a boss because he is. And, you know, and then it, so, I, again, because, again, it was a League Cup type performance. So it was expected that, you know, we would struggle. uh uh, or that some players would have struggled so i'm okay with it i'm not too worried about henderson because I, i don't over the years i've learned not to doubt henderson in his mental uh strength so i'm sure he'll be fine in his next performance all right well
0: a little bit more exciting maybe not from the off but uh once you get to the middle of the game around minute 50 you start to see it come into fruition, but the attacking four, that was what really caught a lot of headlines going into the match. You have Takumi Minamino, Divock Origi, Diego Jolta, and big Shaq in there. And to big see Jardan Shakiri. it was interesting to see how they set up because it wasn't what I expected, which was Jolta on the left, Shaq on the right, Takumi as the number 10 and Divock up front it was really fluid with the guys moving between the positions and well, for the first 45 to 50 minutes, it looked pretty terrible.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it definitely was. And that's somewhat to be expected. Again, as I keep going back to, this was a Taco Bell performance, Taco Bell cup performance. So, uh, you know, that does happen sometimes, you know, obviously these players don't know each other that well, and they're still, they're getting their feet wet, all that kind of good stuff. But, You know, at the end of the day, we get to three points, and Jota, man, he's on the way. I'm telling you, as I I said on the podcast earlier. 40 goals, right? 40 40 goals, baby. (laughs) 40 goals. Now, even if we divide that by three, that's still 13, more or less. So he's on the way. Three, He's like 25% on the way there. Three to 13. Mass, quick mass, buddy. Or approximate Uh, math. But the point is, he scored another goal. That's exciting. Again, he was kind of, uh, what's the word? Um, absent in the first half, um, but then but he, he, he was that. on
0: the right and then he gets moved over yeah, to yeah. the left and he looked a no, lot. No, but in I the mean, I half.
1: mean, absent in the game, like he didn't exactly, like yeah, exactly. He didn't get really game. involved, yeah, yeah. So that again, that's fine. He he showed up in the second half, mm-hmm. and uh, and of course, he gets the goal and he gets his reward for you know, um, you know, being there, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: because the goal itself, it, honestly. He was the least important player in all of it. All he had was a simple sure, tap-in. Sure. It was on the right side. Hey, hey, it ladies, actually gets up, it set in. up by a beautiful one-two with Shakiri and Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. Shakiri sends in TAA. Trent right back to Shakiri. TAA again. And then, whew, a nice ball across. And Jolta, all he has to do is go Bobby Firmino. No look. Close his eyes. And he hits the target to give sure. Liverpool the lead 1-0. It was a really nice interplay. I kind of want to talk a little bit about Shaq because you hadn't seen him consistently over the last couple of years. He had that one stretch um, right around the United game two years ago. And then all the injuries with the hip last year, this year, it's kind of clear he's going to be the second, if not third unit, but he looked good today because they didn't just use him up front as a winger. They used him as a deep line playmaker at times. And, it looks like he can kind of handle that position if they wanted to, almost like a Tiago Light.
1: Hey, man, look, he. I think his best attributes are when he has the ball at his feet, as dumb as that sounds. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm all about that life. And c- clearly, he, he lacks defensive work. So to put yes. him in positions where, you know, let's, you, you know, maximize his strengths. Um, again, that's that's not dumb. So um, I, I think we should continue to do that. But that being said, um, I'll need to see like a consistent, maybe not, obviously not run of games cause he won't get a run of games, but mm-hmm. consistent like level performance where either whether he comes on as a super sub or, or whenever we, you know, for example, if we play at Atal- the, when we play at Atlanta, if he comes on and to see if he's back, if he, if this is the first season uh of, you know, like the shack of the, fir- uh, in his first season for Liverpool, where, you know, he did put in a good level performance here and there. So, I'm hoping for that, and you know, not just as a fan, but also like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be empathetic to him in his career, um, you know, going forward, he'll need to put in performances. If, if, you know, for example, later on, he wants to move on from Liverpool. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, again, good signs, not the best signs, you know, obviously we're not the finished product yet in terms of, you know, this, this uh, quote unquote B team, but Hey man, we're getting there. So, that's it. That's all you can ask yeah. for, really. And, yeah. and we got the three points. Oh, I don't give a shit about anything <laughs> else. I really don't.
0: Yeah, I think it was encouraging seeing the way Shaqiri played because it's almost like Liverpool figured out for the first time. He's not a replacement for Mohamed Salah. He's not a backup uh-huh. to Mohamed Salah. He plays a completely different way. Yes, he's left-footed and can play on the right side, but more as a true midfielder and as a deep line playmaker. And he looked good in that role today. It was almost like, if you remember, um, the Everton performance at Anfield last year where he has, yeah. uh, I believe he had uh, a goal and assist. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it was kind of like that, where it was just more controlled, mature performance, where he, especially second half, looked pretty solid. But yeah, overall, I, I was kind of happy with uh, the way he looked and with Jolta, Takumi, and Divak, Well, better luck next time, guys.
1: Yeah, unfortunately for Minamino because you know he did look lively early a little bit early on in the season, and then this is probably his weaker one of his weaker performances. And again, that's okay, man. He'll analyze the tape or whoever, whatever, and he'll he'll figure it out and he'll come back hopefully better next time. It'll be interesting to see his mental strength in order to do that. Um, but you know what's got me worried though is when the front three came on. Obviously, Salah Mane looked usual, looked like how you expect him to look, which I'm all World about. Class world-class. That's it, yeah. baby. Talking about like Bentley, Ferrari, you know what I'm talking about? That kind yeah. of shit. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess, I guess we can
0: wrap up talking about the front three because they yeah. come on right after uh, the Jota goal. They were actually already lined up to come in when Jota scores the goal. Um, they, they, were, they were getting warmed up. So they come on and it gets another goal. It was um, Salah wins a penalty right at the end and he converts it, slots it uh, low and right. Um, beautiful penalty from him, but it was a, a couple of times where I, I don't know. It was just like they're still kind of in that same spot where it's like it looks so good, but the very last thing wasn't there. Whether it was exactly. Salah no, cutting good. inside on his left and then kicking it and it goes way over the crossbar or mane gets into the box and he just kind of overruns it or will really oh yeah i think people are going to talk about is the one that bobby firmino missed
1: uh and that's what i want to talk about first i just want to say yeah but or mane's heavy touch on that one where oh i thought he was going to slip it into whoever it was that was there that was frustrating i was like Mane, you don't you never do that to me sadio come on (laughs) now but yeah bobby missing that i yelled at him i said bobby head over the damn ball
0: what was the 88th minute the ball is right in front of goal and it was legitimately like he just kind of looked away and was like, oh, I bury these in my sleep. And he skied it. He was right yeah. outside of the six yard box. Ball comes in at his feet. Nobody in front of him. The keeper is all the way off to the right side. All he has to do is deflect it and send it straight off to the left if he wants. He can pick a corner. He's got that luxury. Yeah,
1: he's and got he skies cool. it
0: into Rosette.
1: Yeah, it happens. It happens to the best of us, as as my mother would it say. Happens, yeah. And it happens, but I just hope that it doesn't affect his confidence, because you know, no. again, the Twitter crowd will say that this is another prime example, you know, in their argument that Bobby's, you know, wailing and blah blah blah, and he's he's washed up, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, obviously, I know that's not the case. He might be lacking a bit of sharpness and form and whatever, but he'll he'll get back to it. Come on, I'll I'm the loyalty.
0: Hey man, Bobby, Bobby looked like a dude who knew he was playing in the Taco Bell Cup, man. That's yeah, what that exactly, looked like.
1: Exactly, man. Like again, <laughs> I don't know what it's like to be an elite sportsman, but I imagine when you're playing in a Taco Bell kind of competition, uh, you know, in this particular match, you know, you're not up for it as as you might be for another, you know, uh heavier opposition, right? Grade so, A
0: player, grade D meet finish.
1: Exactly, unfortunately. Um, But, man, again, this is one weird thing where I'm not worried, and I I think maybe the result is paper, you know, paper, you know, uh, it's like a film over my anxiety Mm -hmm. maybe. It's protecting my anxiety a little bit, maybe. But at this point, that's all we can ask for really is a solid, you know, a solid result um, and then move on to the next game really. So,
0: yeah. And taking a look at 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 at? the next game for Liverpool in the Champions League, that is going to be – the matchup with Atalanta that is the uh, the double up coming up on uh, election day, Tuesday, November third, a three p.m. kickoff for Liverpool and Atalanta. That one being in Italy, and then the turnaround will be at the end of the month on November twenty fifth for match day for Liverpool already with six points and. Let's take a look at the champions league group so far. So good in group D six points for Liverpool, four points for Atalanta one for I X and none for Michelin. So Liverpool, should they go get those three points against Atalanta pretty much clinches the qualification for champions league to the round of 16. So off to a good start, the Reds.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And again, that's all we can ask for. And that's all we, you know, that's probably, this is the ideal situation and if we can win away from home, hell, even if we draw away from home, we'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I'm looking. I would love to if we if we win these this double header with Atalanta, then we can look to rest players in December. Get this wrapped up by Christmas, you know, not even before December even. So um, that would be great to rest players for you know five and six, especially if you're looking at like if you're looking at any long term injuries, especially looking at the uh, the Christmas fixture list in December. You know, if we can rest players for two games, oh, that's brilliant. Um, mm-hmm for our, you know, that Christmas list, because let's be honest, guys, the other, our rivals, our quote unquote rivals in the Premier League, they don't have their shit together either. And they're not top of the table like we are. So if we can get our shit together, even 10% more than they can, we should, you know, we should be fine. I don't know how my, like my mind, maybe my mouth is making sense, but my body's like, nope, that don't make no damn sense. (laughs) So uh, we'll see. We'll see if I believe what I'm saying tomorrow, but
0: Well, either way, Liverpool are right there atop of the Champions League group, Group D, and oh, look at that, 13 points tied with Everton, top of the table in the Premier League. Next match for Liverpool comes at the weekend at home against West Ham, and then it's the dreaded game against City. But we'll talk about those games later. For Andrew Salcedo, I'm Darius Stigpen. This has been Champions League Talk Liverpool 2-0 against Micheland. Thank you, folks, for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.